You are listening to Black Man in the Right World. Hey everybody, this is Mike. This is Grant, and today we're talking about censorship. A problematic professor from Chapman University who's on the wrong side of the law school. And the First Amendment, the freedom of speech. And the freedom to look like a damn fool. Let's go. Okay, so looks like there's a tale of two impeachments going on right now. The first one is the double impeachment, double jeopardy of, uh, you know, that dude in the White House. But then there's the tale of the non-impeachment of somebody at Chapman. Will you tell me what's going on with that, Mike? Yes. So um, our old college, (laughs) it's no word for that. Uh, Alma Alma Mater. Mater. There we go. Our (laughs) Alma Mater. I'm like, I don't know what to call it. I obviously got a great education there, y'all. Um, so anyway, <laughs> our alma mater uh, is has been in the news because, well, it was in the Lo- Los Angeles Times. I saw that, and then I saw like a Yahoo News or something like that, which is like half reputable. But anyway, Chapman is in the news and pissing a lot of students off, current and past, faculty and families because of a man named John Eastman. John Eastman is a law professor uh, for Chapman's Law School, the Fowler School of Law, whatever the fuck it's called. Why it, do I know this name? He some Something happened with him last year. Last year, he wrote an opinion piece, or he wrote something that was basically outlining and explaining why Kamala Harris was not an actual citizen. Oh, yes. he's a birther. This is, before, this is before she even became vice president elect. Wow. So, yeah, obviously he looking crazy now. Yeah. But so he writes this piece and it's very it's rooted in, in extreme racism. It's rooted in what racism actually is deeply mm. um, saying basically that children of immigrants are not should not be actually considered citizens. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like, aren't we all children of immigrants? Yeah. Ah, crazy. So I guess nervous. Anyway, he says this crazy statement, and he has this long thing. This guy also has a history of being, you know, uh, anti-LGBT. He is a staunch Republican. He is very supportive of Donald Trump. He even went on to rep Donald uh, Trump legally in Texas to get the votes overturned, I believe. Oh, so he was so he was what, one of the lawyers on the case. Yeah, I don't know what votes in Texas because didn't he Donald Trump win Texas? I'm confused. I never know how to. Sometimes white people in their privileged positions be doing some crazy shit. I'm like, who are you fighting? You are winning. But anyway, um, <laughs> he does question. he does this. This guy is just on the wrong side of of liberal America, and it's ironic that he teaches at a liberal arts school. And so all the students, everybody's really pissed off. One him once him removed back then from that because he's already had a history of problems with the university, with students continually, continually after situation after situation, he's always caused some kind of issues with students and made it an unsafe environment for them. But he's a tenured professor, so obviously he's protected. So if you just hurt your feelings as a student, you can't he can't be fired for that. And to be fair to this line of thinking, like that's kinda like what conservatives hate liberal art schools for is that like it's like, oh, they hate the idea of like safe spaces and like you should be able to debate ideas and, and all say that whatever stuff. you want. I'm like, yeah. no, that, I mean there, there just there should be a line that you can't cross. But apparently there are no lines that John Eastman can cross because as of January 6th, he was not only supportive of the insurrection that they're calling it now, (laughs) he was physically there. If you watch, if you've seen the videos of it um, and you've seen the videos of the speeches and you see Rudy Giuliani speaking, like the little gremlin vampire dude up there. Oh, that's who that is. uh, Well, that's Rudy Giuliani. Next to him is a Frankenstein monster looking motherfucker. That's that's who that is. That's John Eastman. They had the whole Universal Horror cast on stage. They they had the Wolfman. They had Vampire, Dracula. They had the Swamp Thing. They had everybody up there. So they they couldn't couldn't get that off the ground at Warner Brothers or Universal wherever. So they had to like, you know, take it to the... Capital, I guess. Take it to the Capitol. That's so they had the whole Universal Horror cast up there. I like how it's called Universal, and I still said Warner Brothers. <laughs> I'm just still feeling the heat Should from that Warner Brothers Comcast debate. And you'll get everybody right. Yeah. Um. So they, John Eastman is part of this event, 
and basically inciting and supporting the insurrection and is on the wrong side of all of this. Wow. So Chapman students and everybody's like, all right, he got to go. Mm-hmm. It's it's time to it's time to kick rocks. So it's time every, for Eastman yeah, to head back and, east. Right? And by east, we mean Guantanamo Bay. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn, no, I'm just kidding. So in chat in classic Chapman fashion, instead of just being like, yeah, this guy needs to be in trouble, he needs to be removed, the president of the university, uh Strupa, Dr. Strupa, he's he seemed like a cool guy, but now I'm kind of I'm getting these very strange vibes from him. Well, Be- is he the one who said the whole thing about the multicultural center ghettoizing the campus? No, that was Doty. That was the president before him. Oh, sorry, I got them confused. Now we downgraded. <laughs> okay. So- <laughs> now Strupa was a chancellor before that, so okay. he was in charge of the faculty before that. Okay, gotcha. And now he's in charge of the school. Gotcha. Um, Hard to keep them all straight. Right? You know? I don't know. This is just a bunch of people in the ivory tower acting the damn fool. But <laughs> so Strupa basically releases a statement on the Friday after the insurrection, um, and he's basically saying that the school completely disagrees with Eastman's position. And you know they're trying to move. They're trying to separate themselves so far apart from this. Yeah, I I, I worked in PR. I know how it works. Yeah, anybody. Then he's like, at the end of the day, though. Uh, he's protected by the faculty policies and the faculty manual, which just sounds like something, you know, some secretary typed up. So I'm like, you could rewrite that shit tonight if you wanted to. Yeah. So this is, is this a legally binding document? I, I mean, if it's legally binding, why don't you bring the party that legally bound it to reconvene and adjust it and add some amendments? True. Yeah. He's hiding behind it. Yeah, like, add in there, if you incite an insurrection, then you need to be removed. Um, <laughs> I think that's fair. But Strupa okay. basically says he can't fire him. And so you think this, you think it's all done and over with that because you're like, oh, we knew he was going to say some stupid shit like that anyway. Mm-hmm. Then the next morning, he releases another statement. And you somebody know when, couldn't sleep yeah, last night. somebody couldn't sleep. You know when people try to double down, you know you've done something wrong. Yeah, like they come back and they apologize to you again. That yeah. is really feeling guilty. I mean, like, I thought you, I thought it was fine last night. Oh no, you just sent me something again. So he sends another email, yeah. another statement early in the morning. Everybody mad now. Everybody like, why are you trying to fuck up my Saturday like this? <laughs> and in that statement, he's now he's trying to comfort people. He's basically like everybody's upset and basically saying that my response and how I'm handling this is rooted in racism or inaction or cowardice. So you know he's he's feeling attacked now. So oh, like, so oh. he's. Yeah, he's yeah. spicy. He's yeah. like, and he's like, I am not the. W- despite what you may believe, I am not the emperor or the supreme chancellor of Chapman University. So he basically saying, I'm not God of Chapman University. I can't just, you know, smite people when you guys tell me to. Okay, but he can still release all of these emails whenever he wants to clear his good name and not do anything. I guess I okay. don't know. Continue. It's like, Sorry, he's like trooper. You could easily just handle this. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not even mad at him. I'm mad. I'm mad at his actions. I mean, him as a person, I'm, uh, anybody would do this. I would, I would be trying to save my own face and save my own ass. I get that. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, get like where I you're said, coming from. Yeah, I work but, in PR. Like, of course, you would do that. Like, yes, but at the same time, like you have, it's bigger than you. This is a whole school of people. So the minute you got like a small percentage of the school, even if it was two percent of the school, to say we feel unsafe, unwell, and not welcome here, you have an issue and a problem. True. So the fact that you are having a hard time being like, oh, my hands are tied. Your, your hands can't be tied when you have 50%, 70%, 80% of the school, 90% of the school mad at this dude. You got teachers signing petitions. You got uh, students signing petitions. You got administration signing petitions. The whole school hates him. Members of the trustees, the board of trustees don't like this dude. So everybody mm. don't like him. But we're but there's having this conversation. Constant uh, argument or conversation. Should we? How do we have to keep them? We can't let them go because that would be wrong. That would be in violation of the faculty handbook or faculty manual. And uh, he's basically saying he doesn't. He doesn't want to re- put the school through further embarrassment by breaking the rules that they set forth. So John Eastman is good to go. So what? he can incite an insurrection. He can support white supremacy. He can support people waving the you know neo Nazi flags, Confederate flags. Uh, Six million wasn't enough. Uh, Holocaust shirts, Auschwitz sweaters. He can support all. John Eastman can support all of that and not be removed from the school that has a fourth floor library dedicated solely to the remembrance of the Holocaust. Ooh. I'm like, I don't know. I think if there was any school. 
that should be mad about what happened on January 6th. It should be the school that had Ellie Wassell speak there every year and had that also totes that Martin Luther King spoke there once before. It's also should be the school that, that it's, their sole mission is the global citizenship of all of its students and, and honoring, uh, making their students like world learners and, and, and students of the world. Well, it, it sounds like the school is down or like they're against him. The, it sounds like the only person who's for him is Srupa. I, and it's, I don't think that's the case, but it's just like, he, it's like, it's, he's worried about backlash, but it's like, the thing is, and this, we're going to get into this even more, is that people are worried about backlash from the wrong people. True. If a, if a, if a handful of racists hate you because of a decision you made. You're probably doing something right. You're probably doing something right. (laughs) It's okay. If if the guys who have a noose, who are willing out a noose to the middle of a fucking plaza are like, we don't like this other guy anymore. It's probably because he is a normal human being and doesn't support fucking the murder of human beings or the, the the dejectedness of, of human beings. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So I'll back up a little bit here. Okay. So I could see, where Strupa, all right, he's he's doubling down on his apology. Maybe it's because he's really concerned that his conservative um, donors to the school are going to be upset if he, you know, turns a blind eye on this, you know, or, or if he gives in to the liberal demands of the school, right? I could see him being upset, uh, or I could see him not wanting to upset the flow but of money. But what, if, to what, the if, what if those demands are from people from all sides? Well, isn't, then, that, isn't that just general demands of your of your community? Okay, well then, if that's the case, then maybe he really is like this is a this is gonna break a precedent, and if I do this, then anyone can demand that anyone be fired at any time. They a damn lie. They they be breaking <laughs> precedents all the damn time. I don't want to hear that shit. I, the, the, in the time that I've been around Chapman and been involved with them, there's been so many fucking. Uh, loopholes and and special circumstances for people i don't want to hear that shit they know they know better than that you know it's it's bad because when you're not the only one involved with the administration and with the school there's so many people that know you are not telling the whole story because we all know about there's a lot of us that know about all the problems that eastman has had for decades and in the in the shit that he has caused he has caused unrest and problems and discomfort for a lot of students and faculty for a very long time. He has made it an unsafe environment, learning environment. So that that happened before Donald Trump even got into the picture. Donald Trump wasn't even a candidate before John Eastman was already causing problems. Yeah, now, actually, and I remember this now. So John Eastman ran against Kamala Harris in one of her bids for, I want to say, uh, the Senate. And he lost. He got his ass handed to him. And you told me, I, this is not where it's coming from me, whoever wants to get their feelings hurt, is that when a, when a white man is humiliated or, or embarrassed, that's when, that's when shit gets real dicey. That's when shit gets real yeah, intense. Yeah, that's when we're the most dangerous. The most dangerous. So what happens when this, when this white man who got his law degree and he's kind of racist and has these problems, you know, with his whole identity and himself, and he's trying to go out here and hate others, he runs against Kamala Harris and he gets his ass beat by a biracial, mixed-race woman. I think it wasn't even... I don't now even she's going to be vice president. I, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't even think he got it out of the primary. I think he, like... It was like Kamala was fighting another Democrat. So this dude didn't even get his campaign off the ground floor. And he As still he lost shouldn't have. It shouldn't have. It shouldn't, shouldn't even moved out of the bedroom. That's how... Because <laughs> it ain't nobody listening to that shit. It's, I'm sorry. At the end of the day, when you're peddling the hate, any form of hate, you're not going to make it. You're not going to win at the end of the day. Because you're right. on the wrong side. You're on the wrong side. That shit's going to catch up to you. And then you're going to get impeached for the second time. Yeah. And I, and I think about it like this. So, like, all of this is being done right now in the name of one person, right? Donald Trump. Everyone is throwing a conniption fit over Donald over Trump's one person. Feelings. The whole country versus him. When I think about... Strupa, looking at this situation, you have one with Chapman, you have one person on one side of a scale, right? That's John Eastman. Apparently, John Eastman's feelings and and his uh, tenure is worth the same amount as how many kids? Hundreds of kids, hundreds of faculty, hundreds of people. People, everyone. On the, these on are the left side. These are alumni that are you know involved with so many things now. This isn't alumni that like graduated a year ago, so they're like so they're only twenty one years old. This is alumni and faculty and people that are in their sixties and their seventies. This is everyone is against him. So 
and and he's still on the scales of justice. His feelings and his his tenure at the school still outweighs all of those people. Damn, I wish I wish someone would go that hard for me. I wish it, like that you you're, you're literally gonna like Strupa. You really want to have this conversation, this argument over this one man, one is his, guy? Is this education that he provides for the school that powerful and that great that he deserves all these statements? Like you have to write a statement after statement after statement. Like it, that's like being like a parent. Of not even a parent, because you're not you're not his parent. You're just, you're just a school that houses his him as a teacher. So this is like being the neighbor of a really bad kid that has been you know he's been mutilating kittens and shit in the neighborhood. Ugh. He's been getting kicked out of school. He's been doing all kinds of bad shit. And you you as a neighbor keep writing these letters like, no, he's a sweet boy. Um, I know him kind of. Um, he's really sweet and I love him. You guys should give him a chance. There's so much we can do. And it's like, why? Why are you fighting for this child? This <laughs> child is a demon. Let put that motherfucker in, in and get, let him get some help. So it's like, Strupa, why are you protecting this man? He ain't that he ain't worth it. He's not worth it. If it was you, or if it was people accusing the vice president of the school, if it was people accusing the vice chancellor of the school, if it was people accusing, you know, uh, former presidents like Doty or something of, of, of these wrongdoings. Yes, I understand it. Fight tooth and nail for that shit. But does one little old winky-dink professor from a law school that barely ain't got no reputation to begin with in the, in the grand scheme of things? It ain't up there with Harvard Law. It ain't up there, you know, or Princeton and all those other schools. So I don't, so I don't, it's not going to get there with this kind of shit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, what could he do? Like, let's say he really wants to honor this document. What could he do? Um, I think, I don't think firing John Eastman is the best, best case. Cause you fire John Eastman. He just takes his racism somewhere else. But I mean, I, why couldn't he fire him? Why couldn't he be like, yeah, right. We have this manual. Guess what? I'm firing you. You know what? See you in court. Because then hopefully I, your law degree doesn't get disbarred. Like you don't get disbarred just like your best friend, Rudy Giuliani. See you in 2022. Cause it's going to take you that long to get your no nothing campaign off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, so he could do that. He could do that. That would be or maybe my think, suggestion. But what's yours? He should make him put him in the forum. Like, or make him speak to the students. Make him speak to the public and be like, Yeah, and I'll answer for himself, maybe. Like a tribunal. Pretty much. I mean, do they have anything? Like, can they take, like, I don't understand how tenure works. Can you, like, can you actually, like, still hold them? Like, can you impeach them? Could they actually impeach him? It's not well. I, basically, it's like if he, it's like so many things. Like he breaks the law, or he gets he gets disbarred, or something like that. If he like loses the credentials that makes allows him to be a teacher, then it, then your tenure is like broken. Well, then That's he better like, hope he doesn't get disbarred. But I mean, he about to get in trouble. The thing is, you don't want you don't. It was gonna look real bad if it took if it took this American government that's been dragging their feet about everything. If they get mad at John Eastman before you do, that looks bad. That's yeah. that's like that's like literally, uh, you know, the FBI discovering something about something going on within the Catholic Church, and then they get in trouble. They get mad at them, get at the people in it, but the church knew about it the whole time. It looks bad, yeah, because you would turn the <laughs> blind eye. I mean, that's what actually what happens. Yeah. But it, it's it looks it, it looks bad. Well, you, you had a chance to fix it, and you didn't. Weren't we just talking about this um, kind of right before this about how, about blinders on? I feel like, so there's two things I'm thinking. The first one is, like, what what degree is he protected, is John Eastman protected from culpability for inciting an insurrection? Like, obviously, he's not Donald Trump. He's not saying, doing it all for me. But he's still up there with Rudy Giuliani. At what yeah. point does he have responsibility for that? At what point is he protected by, let's say, the First Amendment? Because that's everyone's favorite topic right now. Um the second thing I'm thinking, right, so there's that question. But then the second thing is, at what point do conservatives who aren't into this and Republicans who are not about this and are embarrassed, like maybe Strupa is, not saying he's, I don't know anything about his, his political affiliation, but just... I don't know, Chapman, like Chapman's administrators always try to act like they're like libertarian or something. They always try to pick some other thing, but it was like, this is a Republican. Yeah, because they want conservative people's money, no? Yeah, they have yeah. like, you're, you're a Republican. <laughs> yeah, like they're just trying to make it nice so that like the students don't like you know freak out. Yeah, yeah I don't know, right in front of their house. We know we ain't yeah. crazy. At what point are you going to throw the faculty manual to the ground and stand up for what is what is essentially being against this white supremacist delusion? At what point are you going to do that? 
but it's it's hard because for so many years y'all have been letting this shit slide. Like well, that's what I was gonna say. Right before this, as a whole have been letting this shit slide for so long. That's why Strupa doesn't understand. He's like, wait, now I actually have to do something. But I've been allowed to let this go for so long. You guys have let me do it for so long. Yeah. John Eastman has been here. John Eastman never got fired before he was president. So why does he have to be the one to fire him? That, hey, that's a good question. That's what my, were we like, just talking about right before this? We were talking about how many times you had to come home and tell me and all the other white guys you ever live with situations before we realized that it was racism every time. Yes. Basically, what I was explaining, explaining to Grant was that I would come home and explain to him situation A, situation B. You know, I have like a good example. I had this one manager that was supposed to be very liberal and stuff like that. Cause whatever. Yeah, cool. He's gay. He is, lives in LA. We ho and all this stuff and he loves everybody. Cool. We all fell for that. And then he was so, such a bad manager <laughs> and such a bad person. I don't give a fuck if he figures out that I'm talking about him. Cause I ain't said his name. So if you want to claim it, claim it. But he was so bad that there was this guy that was a QAnon supporter, Trump supporter, who was very bad with the with the with the guests, like a flat earther too. Flat earther, very bad with the guests, very bad with the employees, constantly yelling at them. Everybody didn't like him, whatever and stuff like that. He he randomly implants this guy as a manager before me, even though him and I've had several conversations about it, and makes this guy in charge of me and other people when he was not qualified for the job. And, and how it, many years did you have of th- twelve experience? something years, whatever? You know, uh-huh. I had years. After years, Just and I, I get it. I get people say like, I don't, I didn't deserve anything. I don't earn anything. But it's like when people tell you that they're going to give you something and then do something else. That's what makes me mad. And but and, that, and so this guy did that and. That's just like an example of a story that I would tell Grant of like how the situation occurred. And then I would have situation after situation, story after story. And I was like, how many times do I have to tell you guys these situations before you realize that there's a big problem here? Because I was like, what did you think the whole time? Was it just you thought it was me? You thought I was just having bad interactions with people? And it was like I was explaining to you before. Oh, we would always get to. Oh, well, it's obviously racism. But every time in my mind. What? I didn't want to believe that. I, I didn't want to believe it either. And so you, go, you run through all the scenarios that says, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. But it gets to the point where it starts to get victim blaming and gaslighting. And then you start to realize, no, I think the obvious answer is the answer. It's, it's racism. And, yeah. But as white people in school, we were taught, oh, that's done. I think a lot of white people wanted to believe that was done yeah. because it's so much more complicated that it's not done. It's like basically thinking, oh, Voldemort's dead. Oh, yay. Voldemort's dead. We can all be wizards and just be chill again. Nah, he's still alive. Somebody threw a dark mark up in the sky. Oh, okay. Oh, he's back. Oh, that's what that means. Oh, his supporters never went anywhere. Oh, they've been around this whole time. The whole time. Fuck, did you not see if like. They were donors to the school. Lucius Malfoy. (laughs) Yeah, literally working in the school. Yeah. I mean. Well, no, he wasn't. She, she, she was on something, but she needed to, apparently she needed to do more work on herself. (laughs) But J.K. Rowling was on something. Yeah, the billion and Scott to her. Yeah, she, she tripped out. Yeah. But, um, basically. It, it was so frustrating because also another thing I brought up to you was that it's like if all these situations are happening to me, I was like, I guess one one reason or validation they can say is like, well, maybe it's the company you keep or maybe you're just hanging around with the wrong people. And I'm like, but I'm talking to the people I'm hanging around with that this <laughs> happened to me and you didn't happen to you. I'm like, yeah. if if for 10 years I'm, I'm living in Orange County in Los Angeles and I'm hanging around the same people and in those 10 years... I have been arrested. I have been stopped by the cops multiple times. I have I've had weird run-ins with people questioning my my credentials and stuff like that. And if all these things have happened to me in the 10 years that I'm around all y'all and it didn't happen to y'all, what's the only difference between me and you? That's a Eminem Dr. Dre song. But <laughs> it, <laughs> That's no, it's a rhetorical question because it's like it's very obvious. It's very what obvious. It is. So like, you know, yeah. it's like, come on now, y'all. You know what's going on. This shit's always been going on. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know, you, you hope that it's not done because you don't want to deal with it, but guess what? Every morning we have to wake up and we have to deal with it. Yeah. Because it's still around. It's, it's, it's getting ready to go back to the Capitol. I think, it's, I think what's the problem is, is that everyone tries so hard to ignore racism and the mistreatment of, of BIPOCs that 
when people say we need to do the, the, the rectification of that and the, the remedy of that, it seems extreme because they ignored the problem. They like they're like, what? What are you carrying? There's nothing wrong. So that so they they don't they ignore that there's like a blatant racism and blatant mistreatment of people of color. Yeah. So when you say we need to eliminate anyone who is mistreating people of color, they go, why? They didn't they didn't do anything because you're like you're not you're. Or not you get caught up on words like eliminate because I heard that and right away I was like, oh no, what does that mean? That's scary. Eliminate that that's that way of thinking. Yeah. Not them as a human being. I know, but that, like, see, oh, that's the thing. Is that's like a trick that we play on ourselves as we get why? caught up in the message. You know why? Because that's what you're doing to us. Yeah. Stop thinking we're you. When we say we need to get rid of these people, we don't mean kill them like the Trail of Tears. That's what you guys do. Calm down, white person. We're not going to exterminate people. We're not you. We just want y'all to be nicer. <laughs> Come we on a- now. If we were capable of doing that, do you think we would have been taking this shit up the ass for 400 years? Really? Like, we just, oh, yeah, we always had it in us to just completely eradicate white folks, but we were waiting for the right time to do it. We're going to probably wait another 400 more years when aliens and spaceships are here. Then we really going to get ours. What? Get your shit together. You know we ain't going to do nothing. We couldn't bust the grape if we tried. So, like, it's, like, we, like we just want, we want peace and we want, we want fair treatment. And, and, and the response to that is no, because for us to treat you fairly is to give you special treatment. Uh, there's a there is a Instagram here from it's a Instagram of a tweet, of course, from Muhammad Safa, which I don't know, maybe that name will throw people off. But he's um, he says, we're not asking you to shoot guilty white people the way you shoot innocent black people. We're asking you to protect innocent black people the way you protect guilty white people. So imagine if instead of Strupa going all out of his way to protect John Eastman the way that he's doing, Mm -hmm. he went out of his way to protect the hundreds of people who are saying that John Eastman's words and John Eastman's actions make them feel unsafe at their own school, where they're living, in their own community. Yeah. Imagine if he did that instead. Imagine if he weighed the scales and he looked at all of the voices of people saying this isn't right and he weighed that against that one guilty white person. Guilty in the sense of his own actions and his own words, not legal culpability. All of this for John Eastman. But then you got like little 12-year-old boys playing with toy guns in the fucking park and we can't say shit to justify that he deserved to live. Mm Mm-hmm. What? The cops don't even get in trouble. Didn't that just happen recently? The mm-hmm. co- it was ruled that the cops were like they're not gonna get in trouble for, for whatever killing Tamir Rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that was that was recent. Yeah. That's but so we crazy. We can't we can't defend a dead 12-year-old little boy, but you can defend, but you going all out of your way to defend this grown ass man who knows better, who has a law degree, which means he went to school for, for 20 years and knows the law. And acting a damn fool, you defending him like he needs it. He's a, literally a fucking lawyer. He doesn't need anybody to defend <laughs> he him. Need let, your that, help. Let, let that nigga defend himself. I would if I was stupid, my statement would be like, John Eastman, speak up. That's it, period. Or John Eastman, what do you have to say for yourself? Chapman University will not deal with this and will not and, and will not be involved in your situation. Our faculty is upset, our students are upset, and the community is upset. You need to answer for your position in the insurrection and in, in advent that day. If something is if we are if we have a misunderstanding of what you were doing there, please clarify. All right, so let's back up. So let's back up. So let's get to so what what about this issue of freedom of speech? All okay, right. yeah, let's get what is what is freedom of speech? Well, first of all, I want to give a disclaimer. Uh, Here's my disclaimer, all right? I didn't really want to talk about freedom of speech because I feel like it's a conservative media trick to get us to not focus on the terrorists at the Capitol. But we can get into it, especially how basically in America, money is speech and buys you speech through social media, ad buys, or national news coverage. So if we want to talk about freedom of speech, what we need to talk about is about how it ain't that free. Now, disclaimer aside, what is freedom of speech? Okay. Freedom of speech under the First Amendment of the Constitution. This is according to the Constitution.org. What's the First Amendment say? The First Amendment is <laughs> Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assembly to assemble and to petition the government 
for redress of grievances. Okay. So we don't, before we get into like trying to break that down, what that is, just me reading that, it sounds like to me, like the government can say um, it's illegal for them to be Muslim churches in America. They mm. can't do that. Okay. It's because it said it can't have no law that's, that's like the law of respect, like respecting the, the established religion. So they like, they can't regulate that. Okay. Separation of church and state already banned right there. That's why it's the First Amendment. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, they just don't want priests and pastors and shit to be able to, to declare laws and shit because they try to do that in Europe and it shit got crazy. Um, yeah, the church got too much power. Yeah, the church had too much power. Yeah. So then, then also it says per, uh, prohibiting the free exercise thereof, uh, bridging the freedom of speech, press, and all that stuff like that. So basically, it's also sounds like to me CNN, Fox News, L.A. Times any local newspaper, any journalist and stuff like that has the right to write an article and say, Trump is one of the worst presidents of the United States. Or they have the right to write an article that says what is happening with America and they, and they can't be killed for it in America. Some countries will be like, nope, I don't like the way that third sentence look. Put that mother in a firing squad kill, uh, and kill him. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. that's, how, that's how they get down. Or in <laughs> Russia, you know, they just give you a, they give you a poison tea pill. Poison, yes. Other yeah. countries or let change you know, a car crash or throw you out a window or hold a gun to the back of your head and make you shoot yourself. Okay. We, we won't get into it. That's, I love Russia. That's what the first not yeah. having the First Amendment looks like. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. if you're a reporter or a journalist, you get regulated on what you can and can't say. Um, so that sounds like what it's also the freedom of the press. Basically, we all know that. I thought, but then uh, it also says the right for the people to peacefully to assemble. So that sounds like to me people just standing, you know, on the sidewalk and having a picket signs or people just holding their fists up and stuff like that. And it stops right there. Once you start to loot Target and then you also start to uh, ransack the Capitol, then it's like, all right, that that's not part of this. We didn't say y'all can burn some shit down and, and, and hurt people. You can't do that because that's still that's just illegal. Like it's. It's something that can be can can occur with your protests because I mean that's the way things can can always evolve, but that is not protected by yeah, the law. Then they have a right. Then they have a right to come in and, and prosecute and put you. their hands on your ass. Yeah. So like you know when 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 a lady uh, sticks her head in the window and the in the government officers and shit are like, do not come up in here. We point the gun at y'all. We will light y'all ass up. And then you still poke your head in there like a little Karen. Rest in peace. Like, that's what's going to happen. I, I don't wish death upon anybody. But at the same time, we cannot compare this woman, what she did to like someone like Tamir Rice or Sandra Bland or someone like that, who literally was minding their own fucking business. They didn't go fly thousands of miles to go to ransack the Capitol. Yeah. They were playing in a backyard. And my, in my opinion is neither of them should have been killed. No, that's, but that's a separate issue. We know that. Like that's, that's, that's to be, that shouldn't even be a conversation we're having as human beings. Like everybody knows we're all against death, but at the same time, it's like, it's like, it's like trying to tell me that like, uh, there's, there's a little boy or a little girl playing in a neighborhood and they were killed and murdered and then all and then you're also trying to compare that murder to the murder of a 27 year old man who was a fucking soldier in iraq fighting mm. a war right. they both do not deserve to die but do not put them next to each other because one is a soldier who is on the front lines right it's the same thing as trying to say like well okay i understand black lives matter and like black people are dying at alarming rates but cops are also put in a lot of bad situations and it's like um, they signed up for they that. They signed up for that. I didn't say that, that anyone should be hurt. Not, we know that. We don't want anyone to, anyone to be hurt. And I don't think any cop, I don't think any cop would say like, like, oh yeah, like I'm, you know, like, oh no, this is so scary for me. It's like, yeah, they know that. They know that's part of their job. Yeah. But I, I guess, is, I guess what thing is, is some people's ideology and some people's way of thinking is that a lot of the black people that are unarmed and got killed were like this woman because they put themselves in those positions. What walking? I what guess. being outside, being alive? I guess. I, okay. I don't know. So to to get to the First Amendment, there is actually 
categories of speech, right? So okay, like, yeah, let's the, the, I try to I try to just say what I, what it looks like at face value, but what is it? Let's break it down. So according to this is a document from the Congressional Research Service um, on the First Amendment categories of speech, right? So first one it says speech is protected. Okay, but what kind of speech is protected? The Supreme Court has long interpreted the clause to protect against government regulation, government regulation of certain core areas of protected speech. Okay. So what is protected speech and what is unprotected speech? So the Supreme court recognized that the first amendment's protections extended to individual and collective speech in pursuit of a wide variety of political, social, economic, educational, religious, and cultural ends. Okay. Uh, accordingly, speech is generally protected under the First Amendment unless it falls within one of the narrow categories of unprotected speech. So what is unprotected speech? We're not going to get into all of the specifics of it, but right here they've got nice little subheadings, right? Let's just review a couple of them. Unprotected speech. Okay. Obscenity. Okay. Defamation. Seems obvious. Fraud. Yeah. Incitement. Okay. Incitement. Uh-huh. Say it twice. Uh-huh. Fighting words. True threats, speech integral to criminal conduct, and child pornography. <laughs> you know, they had to put on that there? on there. They had to put that on there. Yep. Okay, that should be a given. That's weird. America's weird. Yeah, we're, uh, we, we got strange priorities. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. The fact that you got to tell people that this wrong. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We've got to remind you guys. Don't do this. Uh, all right. So all those things sound pretty obvious. Yeah. You would think and, like true threats and incitement and things like that. That would be, you know. Okay, but see, what do you say, though, about... Because remember, there was a lot of politicians and stuff during last summer that were like, people are upset and they have every right to be upset. Is that not incitement? What is the definition of incitement? Okay. The definition of incitement, according to the way that the Supreme Court has ruled on it, right? Okay. So the case Brandenburg versus Ohio... The Supreme Court held that the First Amendment protects advocating the use of force or lawbreaking, except where such advocacy is directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. What does that mean to you? That's that's but okay. That sounds like to me that they were in the wrong, which I could be okay with. It like if just because you're like I I understand the cause is righteous like the rights of black people and 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 what and what Black Lives Matter generally stands for. But if you tell people be angry, be mad, and make your voice known any way you need to, if you have to burn some shit down, burn some shit down. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, you are inciting. You are inciting some kind of de- destruction or violence. I like what you're doing it for is righteous. I get that. It's not for racism and it's not for it's not for Donald Trump, but it's still not okay. But this is this is where my issue is though. Is that the whole protest as a whole and the reason why people are out there in the majority of the people, 90% of the people, 95% of the people were peaceful. And we knew what they were doing. They were just standing out there because I was out there with them. We didn't we didn't go. We didn't go on parlor and say, everybody, get your Annie, grab your gun and let's go storm the fucking Capitol. That's not the that wasn't the initial uh, mission. And we weren't saying, oh, we're going to go in there and kidnap senators and force them to overturn uh, the election. That's not that wasn't what the Black Lives Matter. And that's not what the protests for uh, Ahmaud Arbery and George, um, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. That's not what they were for. So so the, the original part of it was was not any incitement because it was literally, literally the original thing was a peaceful protest. Maybe maybe these Trump supporters, that's what they thought they were going to do. They were going to go do a peaceful protest. Is that why some of them brought, like, zip ties and guns and pipe bombs? Is that why one of them brought a noose? A noose! Like... The motherfuckers had a whole noose. I don't know. They went... These motherfuckers went to Hobby Lobby, bought some motherfucking... Some crafts, some arts and crafts, and built a whole fucking noose and willed it out. So, the minute you will out a fucking noose, you lost peaceful protests already. That is gone. It's a wrap. Because if, if let's, because we getting down well, no, no black people during the last summer fucking had pipe bombs. Because if they did, it would have been dead black people all up and down that street. 
and mm-hmm. white people. They would have shot them. They would have lit them motherfuckers up because mm-hmm. they already was shooting everybody. They were shooting them with rubber bullets. Yeah. Yeah. I have friends and family that you know got swept and and marks and bruises still from last summer. Yeah. And I, I want to say something too, like everyone advocating, you know, for like like who who know how to protest and are leading those protests, they know that breaking the law is going to be part of it. Like the leaders will know that that sometimes is necessary when it's not heard, but then they accept the ramifications of those actions, whether it be, you know, they're arrested that night, you know, everyone, like we saw videos of people live streaming on YouTube where they all sat down and they waited to be arrested one by one. They knew that that was part of it because what they're railing against is the government and they're railing against like law enforcement. They didn't go up there with guns. And I'll and I'll give the, the the vast majority of that crowd in Capitol Hill the benefit of the doubt by saying probably it was probably ninety five percent of them that didn't have nooses, didn't have those freaking pipe bombs and zip ties, right? It was there was a certain amount of people who were. See, but what they're fighting for, I'm confused by, and what they were inciting was an, a completely separate issue entirely. And it is not the same. Yeah, my thing is because my thing is take away the broken windows and and the the stealing Nancy Pelosi's name placard. Take that away and make and keep it peaceful. Still, what the fuck was is the purpose to overturn the election (laughs) of the people? (laughs) They overturn the election that the major that the majority Republican Senate said was okay because the motherfucker then wasn't stopped being majority republican that day. So they so before before that day, it was it was they they're the ones that did this. It was a republican government under 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 republican Trump and republican fucking supreme court and republican fucking senate. Donald Trump lost. He lost on the y'all rule. And so even while over- he was still trying to rig it with the post office and all these other things, he yeah, was doing. he he did all this, all these. They didn't jump through all kind of loopholes to try to fuck things up. Calling up Republicans in Georgia and being like, "Find me eleven thousand votes and all this." Yes, and still lost. And then now, so you're trying to overturn that. That's what looks crazy. Is if John Eastman tried to protest against Chapman to overturn Chapman, like writing that stupid writing a statement about him. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? You. <laughs> Well, you're fine. Nobody even fired you. You're good. Why are you doing this? Go yeah. back home before you make before you make the situation worse. Now you didn't make it worse. Donald Trump, you were not going to get impeached a second time. You were literally going to just sit there until January 20th and you could have had a peaceful transition and re, for, ran for re-election. If you would have yeah. just if you would have just bowed out and took a step back and then continued to have your rallies for four years, you could have invigorated your base and then re-ran for election. Now you didn't did all this after the damn fool, and now, now they're gonna take that from you. Yeah. You kinda a bit I mean Donald Trump is the king of the double down. But damn, man. <laughs> I wish I had that power because I would have I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people do that fantasize like, damn, if I had it like Donald Trump had it, I would have went about this way differently. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that there's a lot of people who are like, oh, this is how I would have done it. I would have chilled. I would have chilled the fuck out. I'd have been like, oh, congratulations, Joe Biden. I've always been peaceful. I've always been uh, bipartisan. I would have I would have made everyone feel crazy. I would have gaslit the fuck out of America. I'd be like, what are you talking about? I'm Donald Trump. I've always been supportive of everyone. He does kind of do that, though. He does do that, but then he talks two but sides Twitter- out of his mouth because I'm talking two sides of my mouth. Um he talks out of two sides of his mouth because, you know, then he'll say all that and then he'll go on Twitter and he'll be like, let's overrun the government and all this crazy stuff. He's like, yeah. Um, one of the reasons why I didn't want to talk about free speech is because I feel like guilty. it's really curious what <laughs> guilty <laughs> guilty. Yeah, of course. Always. Um, it's because I it's interesting to me that we're having this debate about free speech now. Where was this debate about free speech four years ago with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee? I, why is this the speech that we're protecting right now? This Storm speech, in the Capitol? specifically, yeah. Or or Donald Trump getting banned from Twitter, like and every all these platforms. Now everyone's all upset, like they think they're gonna get banned from Twitter or something. I like I just. Uh, why are you Donald Trump? I like, thought I for a second. I literally went back on my shit. I was like, let me look at all my tweets and shit just to make sure. Because you know, sometimes you want to be joking and shit, and you be tongue in cheek, and yeah. you kind of say things that might sound like you're on the wrong side. I was like, it might. I might have wrote something that might sound like I'm in support of something. Like you're racist. Did you delete tweets? I deleted some. Okay. 
I was shit. I'm paranoid. I grew up in Bakersfield. I got a little bit of that redneck in me. You know what I'm saying? I was like, shit. I might. They might cancel my ashes off principal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, too many rednecks. We gonna delete yeah. your account too. That's so funny. Well, there's this. Uh, there's this Instagram of a tweet from this guy named Guy Raz. Okay. And he says, in the U.S., you have a First Amendment right to stand in any public place and rail against whatever you like, unless it threatens harm. The First yeah. Amendment does not guarantee you the right to a book contract, a podcast, a social media account, articles in a newspaper or a TV show. Having a First Amendment right to say stupid or vile, abusive things does not free you from the consequences of saying those things. Another Instagram of a tweet from Annie Renew uh, says, free speech equals the government can't silence you. Free market equals businesses decide how to run their businesses. People choose to patronize or not. Twitter ban equals a business exercising its rights in a free market, not the government limiting the right to free speech. Now, a lot of people on the conservative side that we saw um, are talking about how there's this Section 230 and how, like, it's like, is a platform a pub or are these companies publishers or are they public forums and all of this. And as we learned, you know, you have a right to, you know, rail if it's a public forum, but a publisher can control what they do or they don't do point put online. But too much. in no instance, right, is, is the government involved in any of this other than Donald Trump being the president of the government. And he's the one that's getting kicked off these platforms. So... The government isn't censoring anyone here. The government is being censored. Yeah, which they are can't you do. In, are you in? Are you in? Um, are you on the side of the government? Because I thought your party was about everything they that was the opposite of that. They never. They never can. Lay, they just latch on to whatever. They look a fucking a fool. That's what I'm saying. At the point you're looking stupid, just stop talking because it's like you. Your arguments are all over the place. It's like blue lives matter, and then next week it's like we beat and bash or kill a cop with, with beat him with a fire extinguisher. Then yeah, then that one really minute, happened. Yeah. Then one minute it's like we want small government and we want government to not be involved with this, but also don't sell us our president. Donald Trump is God, but also we love a uh, republic. And and we and we we love our rights, but then we're also going to destroy the whole capital because our rights are being taken away from us. But we have the best rights. But I'm like, I'm confused. I don't know what 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 y'all arguing or what y'all going for. The thing, so the with the section two thirty, like so this is like the whole Facebook Twitter thing. Donald Trump got banned from everything, right? Yeah. And I don't think at any point in time, I think they are def- defining Facebook and Twitter as public forums. But I'm sure in some weird language, some, you know, Facebook and Twitter trying to appeal to the people. They probably said we are a public forum for the for the people mm. on the Internet. They did not mean we are legally a fucking town square. Yeah. They, we getting down well, no, they're not a fucking public forum. But, that is a corporation. But aren't they, though, functionally? One one small function of them. That's like that's like it's saying, oh, this Walmart has a fucking uh, a nice, really pretty seating area in it, so it's a public forum. I mean, but what Walmart technically counts as a public forum, I think, because it's like a store, it's a place where people gather. No, that's not that's not. I don't. I, I oh don't no, think you're that. right. No, not Walmart. No, Walmart is a was a private company. Like I don't. None of those count. Just because Facebook allows you to post. Facebook does a whole bunch, has a whole bunch of other functions. It is a corporation. They do whatever the fuck they want. That's so, true. Like, it's, it's the same. Like, to me, it's my understanding is I have every right to go stand up in the middle of an olive garden and go, I deserve my rights and you all need to fucking listen to me and you guys all need to respect me. Yes, I can do that. But at the same time, Olive Garden can say, shut the fuck up, get the fuck out. You can't come back up in here. <laughs> Poor Olive Garden. Yeah, I don't know. I, I brought them up. Like, uh, <laughs> they always get brought up. It's yeah. because, uh, what's his name? Who? Anderson Cooper, uh, he brought them oh, up. Oh, yeah. So I know. Like, they're just having so a I bad brought them week. Up too. My bad, Olive Garden. I just think we need to be clear about the difference between government censoring speech and big tech billionaires censoring speech. Because but it's not big tech billionaires, it's just companies telling people to get off our shit. I mean, basically, but I. 
We're trying to make, why are we making big tech sound so much scarier and different, like a different monster? Then that's why I use Walmart as an example. They are a corporation like the other motherfuckers. Disney, you can't even say the word Disney without Disney trying to sue your ass. They, there was a little kid, remember a little kid put uh, Spider-Man on his tombstone and he said, you got to change that fucking tombstone. Okay, then, well then let's open it up. I think all corporate speech is, is, is too crazy because they have like speech, like money is speech. Right, Citizens United. Like companies can be humans, and they can they can pay well to buy views, to buy likes, to buy followers. Like that, you can pay for national news coverage. Like, why is it that a third party candidate never gets their campaign off the ground because the news media doesn't cover them the same that they cover everyone else because they don't have as much money and political power as the other other people? Well, but the the whole thing is okay if there was only. A, a group of politicians that ran for president that were trying to regulate and shut down the power of big corporations like Twitter and Facebook so they couldn't do stuff like this, then maybe we wouldn't be in a better place. But y'all, y'all cussed Bernie Sanders' ass out and told him to go to hell. Y'all cussed out Elizabeth Warren and told them to burn in hell, that they crazy, they're socialists. How dare you guys? People, this is capitalist America. Capitalist people, they worked hard enough and they earned their money. They should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Yes, and Twitter and Facebook said, thank you for that. We are going to do whatever the fuck we want. We're going to kick your ass off of our platform. Twitter and Facebook used all of these racist-ass people to get more money, invigorate their company, make billions of dollars while Donald Trump was president. Just like big media news networks used Donald Trump and all his crazy headlines to gin up all of their... Yeah, and they're done now because he's not president anymore. So they're going to... I'm I'm like, what are they going to do? They're going to use him as an aftermath story, like an aftermath story. Like, OJ was big when OJ was was riding his... driving up down the highway trying to get away, but... (laughs) OJ also was still a great story after the fact. Yeah, that's true. He was a great story when he was on trial. Yeah, when he's on trial, they don't, they don't, they have more to do. They, they're, they're ramping up. They're yeah, ready. they're not done with him. They're not done with it's him. It's gonna be a years. Netflix uh, special, and we all gonna be watching it like Tiger King. About that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Probably. I mean, he's a new, Donald Trump is the new Tiger King. I also think. I mean, why don't we have a public forum that's just online for us? And that why do we have to rely on Facebook or Twitter or all these other companies? Why don't? Why isn't there a public option where we can go and not have to worry about being censored or whatever because it's all public? Where we what, can reach everyone. Well, why? Like, why would we want C-SPAN? That? C-SPAN is a public access network. We need a C-SPAN for the internet. But isn't that just going to like, to like city hall? I think it's just the internet. I think what I'm talking about is just the internet. Yeah, just talk to people directly then. My thing is just like, people just need to be aware of consequences. We, they, at no time is Facebook and Twitter like just banning people just because they don't like the way they look. That is not what's happening. Yeah. It's that now shit is starting to get dicey because... Unlike the rest of the Republicans and people who can't see it, Facebook and Twitter are like, oh my God, these niggas got six million wasn't enough shirts on. We have to remove them. Yeah. This is not good looking good. If yeah. they get if they get connected and tied to supporting uh people driving nooses into the Capitol and people wearing and like anti-Semitic neo-Nazis walking around, that's bad. And honestly, like you gotta I, draw the line. I think like the FBI probably had something to do with this. They probably called Twitter up, called up Mark Zuckerberg, called up all these people and said, you need to shut this shit down because if you don't, we're going to have a bloodbath. And yeah, that might be the deep state. But you know what? I thought we liked law enforcement. Well, obviously not. I'm talking to a certain group of people here. Some blue lives, man. I thought there were some blue lives people here. Not all blue lives, apparently. Damn, see, see, police officers, y'all need to be out there marching with the black folks because right, that's these what racist people lie to y'all. They said all lives matter, and they lied. They didn't mean all blue lives. They meant some blue lives. Yeah, and it's like uh, honestly, like, do we want like what is the role of government? Do we want them to like keep us safe or not? <laughs> I don't know. I that's my just, thing is just like you know whatever. Donald Trump got removed. Who cares? Exactly. I'm, over it. I'm exactly. tired. I was tired of his fucking tweets anyway. They were kind of funny because they were so ridiculous, but I'm over it. You had you had so much time to say whatever the hell you want, Donald Trump. Also, he's the president of the United States. At any fucking time, he can go on national TV. He has a podium and a whole room dedicated to him talking. He has his own Twitter in his house. 
Don't act like he act like somebody sold his mouth up. He can't talk no more. Maybe somebody did. We don't know. No. You just like Twitter because he can hide behind the computer. That's all. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't like consequences. He's, I mean, <laughs> me, I mean that's the problem. Is people are now facing consequences for their actions. That's why everyone's railing against cancel culture, and they're so upset about it all the time. But it's like, yeah, you you don't get to say whatever you want with impunity. There's still the rest of us who have to listen to you, and we can decide whether or not we like what you're saying. Just like anyone can kill people. What? I say cancer culture doesn't kill people. Exactly. Like, not all ideas are good ideas for society. And at some point, like, being tolerant about intolerance, like, leads to gas chambers and ethnic cleansing, right? Like, I don't know. I think about the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. They have the same flaw, right? We have the right to speech and bear arms up to a certain point. But some speech has the power to mow down children and innocent people just like an AR-15. Okay? So maybe we should ban that shit to live peacefully. Yeah. It's it's just fucking nuts, you know? Because they... They drag their feet so long with all these gun rights and all this stuff like that. And then people fucking bringing pipe bombs now to you. Mm-hmm. That shit is coming. The chickens are coming. To, isn't the chickens coming to roost or whatever? Or it's like all the all the plants you grow are finally sprouting. Sure. Well, I don't know. The, it's just like. All the chickens are coming home to roost. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's coming to your doorstep. We, I don't know what they thought was going to happen. You were messing with crazy people. There is there is a group of Americans out there who believe that the world is out to get them. The world that has put them in the position of power that they have the capability to do whatever they want. They they have the appearance and the likeness of the most powerful people in the world. And yet they still think the world is out to get them and that everyone hates them. That so that to me sounds like they have nothing to lose. Because they that their blinders are on to to the whole to reality. Because the reality is they they are they are uh, identical to the person in power, but to them they think they're not. So that means they're delusional. You already messing with a crazy person. They, you messing with a person with their eyes closed, waving a knife in their hand. So why the fuck are you trying to have a civilized conversation with them? Hell to the gnaw. That shit is nuts. We need to shut this shit down. Republicans, uh, President Strupa. Everybody, shut this shit down because it is out of control. The minute these niggas rolled up with a noose. And you saw that shit from miles away. You looking down the plaza and you see a noose blown up. You should have said, hell to the gnaw. Yeah. Hell to the gnaw. We to like, the gnaw, they, gnaw, gnaw. Yeah, you like, you, you just seen all these niggas had this Black Lives uh, Matter protest and y'all niggas rolling here with a noose? And you, how are we going to argue that? You can't. It's not a statement you can write, Strupa, that will be able to justify that. Yeah. So now you got John Eastman out there giving speeches and supporting people and invigorating people. And there's a noose in the audience. And you wonder why all your students are mad and your faculty are mad. You got a uh, a president who is constantly being like, oh, when the looting starts, the shooting starts and all this stuff to fucking, you know, teenagers protesting and stuff. Civil rights. You got you got. That's what he says to them. Yeah. But then these other people are storming the fucking Capitol building with all of your uh, with which is a branch, two branches of our government up in there. And and you're like, oh, they're good people. We love you. Just be safe. That's why they deleted. That's why they canceled your ass. Cause you, cause your double standard. Yeah. And 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 it's clear where, where, who you're siding with. This shit's crazy. We like it is not okay. I'm like I'm watching the video of that one single black cop, that black man. Yeah. He's facing against all them motherfuckers. These niggas remember they rode up with a noose. And this one black man is trying to stop these people. At any point, they could have just fucked his ass up. But they were, you know, they were, you could tell they was conflicted because they were like, oh, he's a blue lives. He's a cop, but I hate cops because he's black. But I love cops because I told everyone I love cops on the internet. That's but why this shit is so logical. <laughs> it's like, stop dividing people like that. They didn't know what to do with that nigga. They were looking at him like, what do we do? I'm so confused. Oh. Jim like, Bob. I'm so, they're like, I got the podium in my hand, but I don't know what to do with it because. You Chappelle gotta you have to be educated. couldn't have written a better sketch, dude. <laughs> like they ran in, they ran inside the Capitol and it's like we don't know what to do now because I think you need someone that's smart to be able to do the next part, which is like talk to the politicians. So do we just keep running around taking pictures? I guess <laughs> niggas shit smearing shit on the fucking floor on the walls. Like I don't know. Yeah. To me, it looks like I'm going to group up. This is going to be problematic. <laughs> I'm going to group up the Black Lives Matter protests. 
I'm going to group up Greta Thunberg and all of these people with the climate change protests and all of that stuff, too. And all of the fucking racist people that were there on January 6th and their protests. And it seems like, to me, the entire American population is upset about something. Yep. Which would mean to the government, y'all got some shit to fix. Yep. Because everybody mad. Everybody mad. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like, it ain't, it is, it's not like, it's, it's not like, oh, there's just a small group of people, oh, black people are just mad. Uh-uh. There was a women's march. There was, there was black people marching. There was racist rednecks marching. Yep. The neo-Nazis is marching. Yep. The dogs and the cats is marching. <laughs> Every goddamn body is out there in the streets. So <laughs> apparently the whole country is fucked up. So yep. like, we have no right to be looking at Venezuela, Hong Kong, uh, Turkey, anywhere in Africa. And we have no right to be looking at any of these other countries, Israel and Palestine, none of that shit. And, and they're having the audacity to fucking talk shit on them when yeah. all of our people are mad and, and, and acting a damn fool. Yep. Even corporations are talking shit and getting mad and saying they're not being helpful or being not being helped. Yeah. Now we're in a pandemic. This is hard times, sir. This is unprecedented. Meanwhile, they got $300 billion. And they're like, oh, this is not good enough for us. We need more than that. I want to go to the moon. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck is going on? Shit is out of control. Yeah. Who wrote this matrix? <laughs> the architect of this shit is high as hell. Because this shit is crazy. I'm like, I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I'm just like, I just none of this is adding up to me. Everybody's fucking mad. Everyone's going nuts. We're Grant, we didn't do this whole fucking podcast, and I had we haven't mentioned like probably the, I mean you probably mentioned it once, but we haven't even talked about the pandemic. See, we're still in the fucking pandemic. Oh my god. People yeah. are still fucking dying. Yeah. From a at disease. Like, at like alarming rates. At alarming rates. LA is uh, like a fucking epicenter of, of, the, of the fucking pandemic. And you guys got want me to fucking talk about people dragging nooses into the motherfucking capital? Oh, throw them niggas in jail. I ain't got time to deal with that right now. <laughs> I'm trying to deal. Can we tell people to put on a mask? <laughs> like, I need to be worried about that. Not I need to be worried about Jim Bob fucking dressed up as a giant deer trying to go around <laughs> killing niggas. Oh, that's some crazy shit. I forgot about the moose, man. The moose, dude. Oh, oh. The world's upset. And America yep. especially is out of control. Let's fix this. Yeah. You said it. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, dude. Thank you for listening to Black Man in the Right World. If you like what you heard, please like, comment, subscribe, or leave us a five-star review. For more, go to www.blackmanrightworld.com or email us at blackmanrightworld@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.